Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. One of the most iconic images of my childhood is that of a lone figure standing in front of a column of tanks in Tiananmen Square in Beijing, China. The story began with hundreds of young people flooding into that famous central square of China's capital, demanding economic, political, and social reforms to ensure the basic human rights and dignity of each person. It was the first time in more than 40 years that a nationwide uprising had occurred in the notoriously secluded Chinese state. For decades since the rise of communist control over the Asian nation, all forms of protest and rebellion had been suppressed. But this time, this time was different. As thousands of students flooded into the square, journalists followed with television cameras documenting the movement of the students who gathered to protest. Images of that protest were broadcast across China and around the world, and they inspired countless others across China to flood into public spaces in solidarity with those gathered in Beijing. For a tense six weeks, the protesters peacefully occupied Tiananmen Square, demanding change in their nation and inspiring others to believe that transformation might actually happen. Then, almost without warning, the ruling Communist Party sent police and soldiers into the square massacring 3,000 protesters in that space. The world watched in horror as a repressive regime slaughtered young people who had dared to question its right to rule unchecked by the voice of the people. Foreign journalists were expelled from the country and all pictures and video of the event were confiscated by Chinese officials, but some undercover journalists remain and continued to report on the growing crisis. The day after the massacre, government, the government ordered tanks in to maintain control of a city boiling with anger and grief and disillusionment. Many secluded themselves behind locked doors in fear of government reprisals, but not all. I remember being 11 years old and sitting in front of the television that summer day in June of 1989, unable to move as I watched a lone Chinese man walk directly in front of a column of approaching tanks and refused to move. He was only one person, but the tanks stopped. For a moment, there was a standoff, and then the driver of the lead tank tried to maneuver around the young man, but he simply moved to the side and once more blocked the tank's path. The tank again tried to maneuver around him, but he simply moved once more to block its path. The tank stopped. The man refused to move, and therefore the tank could not, at least not without crushing that man. It would be great if the story ended with the tanks turning around and leaving. That, that man who had dared to stand in their way 
actually managed to stop them from moving forward. But that didn't happen. Eventually, a group of citizens ran out and grabbed that young man and led him away from the tanks. That solitary individual could not stop the Chinese government's crackdown on protesters, but by simply standing peacefully in the street and refusing to move, he spoke a truth to power that resounded around the world and inspired a generation of young dissidents who refused to give up the dream of a free and democratic society. Now, we have no idea what happened to that man. Some say he was executed by the government, while others argue that he slipped away unknown to the authorities and continued to participate in resistance to that autocratic regime in China. Where did that courage come from? That courage to risk everything, including his life. That kind of courage only comes from the deepest convictions of one's soul. That man had no choice but to stand up and speak the truth that gave him life. That's the same courage Peter and the other disciples had on the day of Pentecost. They were gathered in that room in Jerusalem, terrified of the religious and political authorities who had put Jesus to death. And then the Holy Spirit invades their sanctuary and fills them with a power and an energy that cannot be contained. And they fling open the windows and the doors and they begin to testify to the truth of God's power at work among them, the truth that God planted in their hearts. Peter stands up and proclaims the boundary-shattering truth that God is at work in all people, young and old, regardless of their state of the state of their citizenship or their place in society or their gender or their ability. Those whom the world has rejected have now become the instruments of God's healing. Jesus promises that we will all have that strength and courage, for the Holy Spirit is given to each of us, and the Spirit leads us into the truth of God. The Spirit empowers us to speak God's truth to the world, to embody the love and justice of Jesus Christ in a broken and fearful world, even in the face of a world that all too often hates us and rejects the way of love and justice, the Spirit gives us the ability to stand up, to speak out, and to do what is right. Paul says that the whole of creation is crying out for that kind of prophetic leadership. He says that all creation is groaning with eager anticipation for the redemption that we know is possible, that is essential if all are to live free and full lives. Jesus' promise is that we already have the strength and the courage necessary to begin the work if only we are willing to recognize the Holy Spirit's presence in us, through us, and among us. We know that the worst the world can do, the powers of this world, we know that the worst they can do is kill us. And yet we follow a risen Lord whose very resurrection among us testifies to the truth that death 
is not the end, that the Spirit who raised Jesus to life again among us is at work in us, through us, and among us. We have the strength to face whatever may come and to do so with courage and conviction. A group of Coptic Christians from Egypt knew that the Holy Spirit was with them when ISIS took them prisoner in the chaos of Libya's civil war in 2015. The men who had been working in the oil fields in order to send money home to their families were captured and tortured by ISIS and offered mercy if they would recant their faith. But not a single one of the men was willing to renounce their faith in Jesus Christ. In a horrific act of violence, they were sentenced to death and executed by the terrorists. Yet their final words testified to the strength of their faith and their belief that a better world is possible. In the video recording of their murder, the men are heard to join their voices in unison in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ. Those final words were a testimony to the truth of God in a world that all too often seems mad with violence. They are a reminder to all of us that no matter how awful the circumstances we face, no matter how great the powers that oppose us, there is a strength inside of us, a power at work among us that cannot and will not be defeated. Goodness is stronger than evil. Life is stronger than death. Parker Palmer, the great sociologist and Quaker activist, has written, We have places of fear inside of us, but we have other places as well. Places with names like trust and hope and faith. We can choose to live from one of those places, to stand on ground that is not riddled with the fault lines of fear, to move forward from a place of promise instead of anxiety. As we stand in one of those places, fear may remain close at hand and our spirits may tremble. But now we stand on ground that will support us, ground from which we can move toward a more trustworthy, more hopeful, more faithful way of serving the world. The world into which we go from this space of worship is crying out, pleading for courageous leadership rooted in the deepest convictions of our souls. Those around us yearn to know integrity and compassion and justice and peace. Friends, trusting in the Holy Spirit who is at work among us, let us walk forward into the world to speak the truth in love, for only truth rooted in love can bring the healing for which we all so desperately long. Amen.